Hey guys, how are you all doing? Welcome, and as always, I really appreciate you spending time with me listening. This is episode number two of Fire Prince Life podcast, and here we are at the end of week seven on Sunday, May 3rd, at the time of this recording. Since the corona pandemic struck the world and took over 246,000 lives to date, out of almost three and a half million confirmed cases globally. In this episode, I'll be walking you through the different stages of sleep and share a few tips on how deep or REM sleep can help you maintain a healthy lifestyle, as well as speeding up your recovery when all healthy habits are properly implemented. Our bodies absolutely love rhythm. In other words, sleep-wake cycle, also known as circadian rhythms, are found in most living things, including animals, plants and many tiny microbes. Let's first mention hormones released in the brain before, during and after sleep. Growth hormone is essential for growth, tissue repair and overall physiological development. Antidiuretic hormone, known as ADH, prevents the production of dilute urine and its levels increase during sleep. Melatonin signals to the body it is time to sleep and releases with increased darkness. It is antioxidant connected to repairing cells and restoring body. Adenosine are molecules that build up and makes us sleepy while we are awake, usually after 7 to 9 hours after wake-up time due to the brain's drop in alertness. Oxytocin is involved in childbirth, lactation and social behavior and its levels peak after 5 hours of sleep. Levels may influence the content of our dreams. Lastly, it's prolactin. It's involved in over 300 functions, including lactation, metabolism and immune system regulation, and its levels are higher during sleep than in daytime. Other hormones affecting and affected by our sleep are cortisol, best known as stress hormone, that regulates blood sugar, aids in metabolism and is released daily as a part of our circadian rhythm. Its levels peak in the morning and slowly decrease throughout the day and night. This is why it's not recommended to work out after 7 pm as cortisol levels increase during exercise, therefore melatonin gets suppressed. Next are leptin and ghrelin. These two hormones play a major role in appetite regulation. Leptin, satiety hormone secreted by the adipocytes, and ghrelin, hunger hormone, released primarily from stomach cells, are also influenced by sleep. When we don't sleep well or not enough, we experience we are hungrier and it's harder to feel satiated. This is when we most likely don't resist so-called hedonic eating or eating for pleasure. On average, this can add up to around 300 more calories intake per day, and I don't think we want that on the journey to become the best version of ourselves, do we? Well, all I know is that no one can decide for us what importance we give it. So I suggest you do what's best for your personal and health goals. Fair play? Let's compare REM versus deep sleep and see what's the difference. Understanding your sleep cycle is the key to better rest. Now more than ever, we can quantify exactly how good or bad our sleep patterns are. Smart beds, sleep trackers and wearables of all sorts help us track our sleep. Each morning you can review your heart rate, breath rate and sleep graphs with information about how much light, deep or REM sleep you had last night. But all that data only makes sense if you know what you are aiming for and what it all means. Here is how to decode your sleep cycles so you can make the most of your shut-eye. What are sleep cycles? By now, you probably already know human sleeping cycles. Each cycle is about 90 minutes long and that sweet spot is when we hit 5 of them, which equals to 7.5 to 8 hours. 
The best known is REM, which stands for rapid eye movement because your eyes move rapidly during this stage of sleep. In general, scientists and researchers divide the cycles into two broad categories, non-REM and REM sleep. I'm going to break down non-REM sleep into two further categories that are often used by sleep trackers. I personally use Fitbit. What about you? Do you have one too? Let's start with actual beginning of sleep. As the brain begins to relax and slow down, slower waves known as alpha waves are produced. During this time, when you are not quite asleep, you may experience strange and extremely vivid sensations known as hypnagogic hallucinations. Common examples of this phenomenon include feeling like you are falling or in my case, it's either missing a step or a ball flying toward my face. Definitely nothing pleasant right before falling asleep, you know what I'm saying? Light sleep is the beginning of your sleep cycle and your body's way of winding down. Breathing, heart rate and muscle changes prepare your body for the deeper sleep to come. Light sleep is broken down into stages 1 and 2. The first stage is simply act of transitioning from awake to asleep and makes up less than 5%, about 10 to 15 minutes of your nightly sleep cycles. Stage 2 is where light sleep gets to work. People become less aware of their surroundings, body temperature drops and breathing and heart rate become more regular. Fully asleep, your brain activity slows but includes bursts of electrical activity. Neuroscience research suggests that these spurts of electrical activity are a crucial part of your brain's process of transferring information from short to long-term memory. That's why many scientists agree that sleeping after studying or learning new materials helps you retain information at a higher rate. Most people spend more time in stage 2 during long periods of sleep than any other stage and that's a good thing since it's such an important part of brain health, promoting mental and physical restoration as well as emotional processing. According to the American Sleep Foundation, people spend approximately 50% of their total sleep in this stage of light sleep. Deep sleep, which is stage 3, is often confused with REM sleep, but the two are actually very different. Deep sleep is the part of your sleep cycle in which your body recovers from the day. Your body secretes growth hormones associated with cellular repair and rebuilding. When you get enough deep sleep, you wake up feeling refreshed. Without enough, you will feel tired even if you got a full night of rest. Typically, you will see deep sleep on your sleep tracking devices in the first half of your night. It happens in relatively long segments while your heartbeat and breathing slow to their lowest levels. This is the stage of sleep where it is most difficult to wake you up and also when sleepwalking tends to occur most often. I can't imagine this happening to me. Oh my god, do you have any experiences with sleepwalking yourself at all? Deep sleep is as important if not more important than REM sleep when it comes to physical rest, so keep an eye on this stage if you are tracking your sleep patterns. Optimal range for men of my age in early 30s is 12 to 23 percent and decreases as we get older. Let's now talk about REM sleep, which is stage 4. It is perhaps the most famous of the sleep cycles. REM sleep is very interesting and almost the stuff of sci-fi. Most people experience REM sleep around 90 minutes after falling asleep. REM sleep goes even deeper into brain recovery, dreaming and processing memories and emotions. 
body becomes relaxed and immobilized. This is the sleep stage in which your eyes move rapidly. If you've ever caught your dog or cat in REM stage, you will recognize the darting eyes. Your brainwaves in REM sleep are closer to wakefulness than deep sleep and your breathing becomes irregular and speeds up. Blood pressure and heart rates also increase to near awake levels in REM sleep. It's not surprising that with so much near wakefulness, this stage is when most of your dreaming occurs. Dreams are often weird as neurons are sorting out through all the information they don't need based on emotional attachment. This is the fun fact. In REM sleep, your arm and leg muscles are temporarily paralyzed by two chemicals in your brain that prevent you from physically acting out your dreams and punching your partner in the face instead of that alien bad guy that's relentlessly chasing you. What's the actual sequence of sleep stages? I don't know how about you guys, but I pretty much assume these stages must go nicely in 1 to 4 order. It is important to realize that sleep does not progress through these stages in this sequence. Sleep begins in stage 1 and progresses into stages 2 and 3. After stage 3 sleep, stage 2 sleep is repeated before entering REM sleep. Once REM sleep is over, the body usually returns to stage 2 sleep. Sleep cycles through these stages approximately 4 or 5 times throughout the night. Why good night sleep matters so much and why should you care? Well, I'm sure you can clearly see and feel the difference on days when you really slept well, right? We are so much more motivated, creative, our brain functions quicker, we are faster, more disciplined, laser focused, sharper and able to perform at our very best. On the other hand, when we get in the loop of sleep shortages, it's like a massive domino effect. We are lazy, slow, depressed, unhappy, we are aging at much higher rate and tend to prefer those unhealthy eating habits. Why? Because it's easier, we have no energy and we care less. Simple as that, unfortunately, for most. Let's talk about main benefits of deep sleep. Glucose metabolism in the brain increases during deep sleep, supporting short-term and long-term memory as well as overall learning. Deep sleep is also when the pituitary gland secretes important hormones like human growth hormone, HDH, leading to growth and development of our body. Other benefits of deep sleep include energy restoration, cell regeneration, increasing blood supply to muscles, promoting growth and repair of tissues and bones, strengthening the immune system and brain cleanup from its daily waste. How much deep sleep do we actually need? We spend roughly 75% of our night in non-REM sleep and the other 25% in REM sleep. Of this, around 13-23% to of our total sleep is a deep sleep. That said, deep sleep decreases with age. If you are under age of 30, you may get 2 hours of deep sleep each night. If you are over age of 65, on the other hand, you may only get a half hour of deep sleep each night or none at all. There is no specific requirement for deep sleep, but the younger people may need more because it promotes growth and development. Older people still need deep sleep, but not getting as much doesn't necessarily in indicate a sleep disorder. Let's consider this madness. I remember I often used to think about how much more I could get done if I could only function on just 4-5 to five hours of sleep as efficiently and consistently as on full recommended 8 hours. If you are like me, always active, busy working on some project, one-man show trying to get multiple businesses off the ground and aspiring athlete, you can imagine why I wish to sleep less without sacrificing my health and relationships. The book The 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss 
definitely gave me a whole new perspective and made me realize there are options to do this safely, of course, if we are willing to experiment a little. In this book, Tim suggests that there are two main ways of sleep and probably 99% of humans would choose or only are aware of the first one, and that is monophasic sleep, where full 8 hours of core sleep is quote-unquote wasted. Second one for me unheard of until I read this book is polyphasic sleep. This way of sleep has five different variants to pick from and maybe test it out for yourself. Let's see, so here is number one, the siesta, consisting of one 20-minute nap and six hours of core sleep, adding up to 6.3 total hours. Then there is the everyman two, consisting of two 20-minute naps and four and a half hours core sleep, allowing us to only waste 5.2 total hours. Next one is everyman three, with three 20-minute naps and three hours core sleep, of total four hours of sleep. Another one is the Everyman 4 with 4 or 5 20 minute naps and just 1.5 hours of core sleep. And the last one is the Uberman consisting of 6 20 minute naps and no core sleep at all. How about that? Thought you might find this interesting because I surely did, although never managed to go further than the Everyman 2, 2 naps and 4.5 and hours of core sleep and it actually worked for me for a period of my life when I needed to make certain adjustments. Let's now talk about why we need to sleep for recovery. Without any question, the brain and central nervous system play the most significant role in optimal physical performance. Every movement emanates from brain CNS impulses. For an elite athlete, the CNS controls every aspect of performance potential, including function of skills, biomechanical exact movements, the firing sequences of muscles during activity, reflexes and reactions, and countless interrelated physiological functions, including both the central system, heart and lungs, and the peripheral system, our muscles. The most significant factor in the brain and CNS functioning at an optimal level is that it is well rested. Getting enough quality and quantity of sleep is near the top of the list for athlete recovery strategies. Minimal sleep, 6 hours or less, for 4 days has been shown to affect cognitive function, which is our thinking, mood and weight gain of up to 2 pounds just due to sleep deprivation. All sport requires the ability to process information very quickly and react. Athletes also need to have high levels of focus and motivation. These functions will be impaired without adequate sleep. Minimal sleep can also decrease glucose metabolism, causing insulin insensitivity by 30%, which fuels the brain and the body for mental and physical performance. Immune function can also be impaired, which puts athletes at a greater risk for sickness and injuries. If an athlete pulls an all-nighter, speed, power and endurance capacities will decrease. When athletes fail to sleep enough, less than 8 hours per night, the body fails to produce the adequate amount of testosterone. Anabolic activity goes down by 30% just due to 2 hours less sleep a night. An average man can easily gain 14 pounds or more just by 1 hour sleep shortage itself in a period of 1 year. Testosterone is a hormone which allows athletes to build muscle and gain training effect from difficult workouts. Muscles are broken down during a workout and with testosterone are rebuilt larger and stronger. This is why athletes gain muscles when they lift weights or train correctly. This gain in muscle is also called training effect, is decreased without the testosterone to recover from intense physical activity. Here are my final thoughts.
There is a common theme in the lives of billionaire entrepreneurs and top performing athletes. They place an incredible amount of importance on their personal health and ability to deliver. Through exercise, diet, strong relationships and proactive healthy habits, the most influential entrepreneurs understand that they can only deliver extraordinary results when their bodies are able to provide extraordinary output. You can't change the world when you are not running at maximum capacity, so make sure to fix your sleep if you often feel drained. Thanks again for listening to Fighterpreneur's Life podcast and I hope you learned something new or helpful for your personal and professional development. I would love to hear back from you, so please shoot me a message at Fighterpreneur on Instagram or Facebook or get in touch on my blog at fighterpreneur.com. Lastly, if you could do me a favor by sharing this episode with all those that need to hear this information, that would be amazing. Appreciate you guys and stay tuned for the next episode where I'll be talking about top 5 challenges aspiring athletes face before becoming professionals. Take care of yourself and peace out.